guys, welcome back to another episode of the E2E podcast, the Entrust to Entrust podcast. It's me, Aiden, here again today with my good friend, Johnny. Hey, what's up? And let me just say that we are now a, a freestanding podcast, dude. Heck yeah, we are, we are independent <laughs> of all people who need to plug in, press play. You know, normally we have someone doing that who's not on, but I am behind the computer and record or, or talking into a microphone, yeah. yellow yellow cord as, so as usual. <laughs> if there's any IT companies out there, we're, we're ready and available to be hired. We have vast amount of skill set in this area. We're, we're very technologically advanced now. Yeah, I mean, it only took us two two videos to figure out that two we just YouTube needed to turn, turn it off and turn it back on. <laughs> One of them was British, but... I mean, hearing really him talk was just kind of satisfying. <laughs> I wasn't really listening to what he was saying. But. So, yeah, we ended up just kind of turning it off and turning it back on. And, you know, just a IT pro tip right there. If, if your thing's not working, turn it off and turn it back on. Lesson learned today. Um, Ryan was very excited when we gave him a call about that. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> We may or may not have woke him up, but, you know, we're just going with it. And, yeah, today we got a great podcast for you guys. And also with us today is Celeste. Hey, guys. What's up? Celeste, this is your first podcast with us, right? It is. I feel like we should kind of have some sort of, like, intro question for them to know you. Because, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there who I think would like your job. Like, what what do you do? I'm a full-time artist. So I work for myself, and I make illustrations, comics, do take commissions it's really the best aha uh-huh. pretty epic and very yeah, awesome as as your first e2e podcast we should ask you um should we ask, should we ask? all right uh what's your favorite number and your favorite color those are those are two uh, important okay questions. favorite color would be teal Ooh, the there's a distinction <laughs> between my favorite number and my lucky number so i'll say both ah. my favorite number is seven and my lucky number is 26 26. 26? Yeah. What's the story? <laughs> My 8th eighth, eighth grade or 7th grade? 7th grade social studies teacher was 26, and he was the coolest teacher ever. 26 years old? <laughs> yeah, he was 26 years old. Oh, nice. Hype, hype. Dude, that's one number off from, from the best number. If you know, you know. Let's just say that. All right. <laughs> but 18 is the best number. Also 90. Any number divisible by three is really the coolest number. And that would be 27. It's three cubed, dude. Oh, true. <laughs> three to the three power. I don't know why three isn't one of my favorite numbers, but it go, for me it goes 18, then 90, then three. <laughs> uh, Celeste, what is your favorite flavor of gummy bear? The gummy kind. What color? No Honest, honestly, they probably all taste the same, but I would probably have that's, to say the white. That's kind. definitely true. They all taste the same. What? No way. I don't normally eat gummy Skittles bears. don't, though, but freaking M&Ms do. <laughs> M&Ms all taste the same. All right. All right. Leave <laughs> leave review, guys, and say if, if you think that all gummy bears taste the same or not. I, Conspiracy. I, I don't think so. But um, with that, I mean, I don't know. I bring up gummy bears, you know, because it's a great gift to have and it's a great gift <laughs> wow. to receive. What a transition. <laughs> You know, so uh, with that, you know, today we're going to be talking about gifts and not just any gifts. We're going to be talking about spiritual gifts and what that means for a Christian. Um, This is actually kind of like, I feel like this topic, for us at least, kind of goes into the heart of what we're trying to do here. You know, take what we've been entrusted with and and tell others about it. Um, At the beginning of this year, we had a really cool series in our college group about um, spiritual gifts. And we just kind of went 
deep into detail on just each one on like the the traits of someone who has certain gifts um and and what the pitfalls are with that so you know with that said though that's kind of a big word that's a very churchy word you know spiritual gifts oh i have a spiritual gift like so i'm going to ask you all today like what what does it mean to have a spiritual gift how do we know what they are are there only a certain kind of spiritual gifts like take it i would say in my definition it would be something that you do well that sort of comes naturally so for me we'll go into this more in later but i'm an encourager so i like to encourage people to do better like in the future and to build them up more yeah um i'd say that definitely they come from the holy spirit so when when you accept christ you uh receive the holy spirit um just a portion of um just God's presence inside of you and he regenerates you and he makes you alive to God. And, um, from then he, he like manifests part of himself in you. So like you have the, it says in the Bible, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is now in you. So, um, we definitely have some sort of, I know we have a joke where like one of your coworkers said superpowers. <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's a yeah, supernatural man, you, gift. Like, um, Things that we didn't have before or things that weren't natural to us before we became Christians. And then afterward, we do it naturally, uh, just like Celeste said. Um, yeah, so, so what, what type of what type of gifts are we talking about? Yeah, like super, so superpowers? Like, like, will I be driving out demons? Will I be airbending? Uh, I, don't, I haven't <laughs> seen anyone, like, anyone do either one of those. Like we, but we talked about um, this passage in Romans. Like, what, what did that say on it? Yeah, so... Uh, we're in Romans 12 and it is talking about, uh, verses six to eight. It says, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy, according to the proportion of faith, if service in his serving or he who teaches in his teaching or he who exhorts in his exhortation or he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Yeah, so we got about, what, six in there? like Seven. Seven. Yeah. Prophecy, service, teaching, exhortation, giving, leading, and mercy. Yeah, so so real quick, let's let's break it down one by one with each of those six. So so we started with prophecy in our first thing. Um so like what is it what does it mean to prophesy? Like am I am I looking into a crystal glass ball? Like like what's the What's the deal I don't with that? think so. That's not that's not really what the meaning of the word means. It just means to declare before. So like in the Old Testament, it mean declaring something before it would happen, like t- talking about Jesus before he was born. And then um for for Peter, he was he was definitely a prophet. Um that was his spiritual gift. He um would just be able to preach and declare God's truth before a crowd and he would be able to do that uh with boldness and it talks about like in the first chapters of acts how he preached like the most powerful sermon of all time and he was and like, thousands upon thousands were, were being baptized because of his prophecies he was declaring before the crowd the truth of jesus yeah so so prophet is someone who 
declares the truth boldly. Um, I think I remember one of the things that Keith and Katie, and if you don't know those names, those are the, the leaders of our young adult group Keith. here. Remain Keith. Woo, woo. Shout out. Um, one of the things they talked about was just like a prophet is someone who, you know, they value the truth over people. Like they are, they're willing to be more bold um, for the sake of the truth rather than to just tickle the ears of people. Like they want to be bold in that. Um, and I think if I just remember like one of the pitfalls is just like sometimes they can jump to conclusions a little too quickly, but more often than not, like that's, that's what, that's the mark of someone who has that gift is like, they are willing to preach the truth boldly. So the next one that I think that Paul talks about in that Romans passage is, uh, is serving. Um, so what does it mean to serve? <laughs> I'd say serving is helping out when, when something's needed, not necessarily when someone asks you to. So let's say I see in my house that the dishwasher is clean and my parents haven't yet said, hey, can you unload the dishwasher? It's just me going and just unloading the dishwasher because I see a need and I fulfill it right there. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, there's someone who just really puts the needs of others before themselves. Um, and then we go next into, uh, what was it? it was, uh, teaching. Teaching, yeah. And they yeah. Exactly that. Like they're someone who's concerned with... Um, you know, finding the wisdom and just relaying that. Um, what's what's kind of like the difference just off the top of your head between like someone who's, who's like a teacher and like a prophet? So um, the way that it was explained to me was that teachers, um, they really dig into the research. They they really like to get into the nitty-gritty details. They, they really care about those things. They think God cares about those things, which he does. Um, so it's really just having to do with um, like, you know, trying to find out the truth, like making sure that the truth is portrayed all the time, like the like the Bereans did. Yeah. So they would they would. They would Paul Paul came to town in Berea, and this was back in the day, and he would um, share Jesus, and he was like, "This, this is consistent with the scriptures." And they're like, "Okay, let's just make sure." So they searched the scriptures out, and they wanted to make sure, and Jesus. Obviously, is consistent with the scriptures, so their entire town just gave their life to Christ. Right, they were willing. They didn't just take him at his word. They went back and and double checked and looked it up. Yeah, like, teachers are very concerned with that factual part, and that's something that's super super necessary. Um, so the next one there is, uh, and you know, Celeste, you and I are in the same vein, and this is mm-hmm. an encouragement. Um, that's one that you said, and like, what is like a mark of someone who who's an encourager? Like, what is their priorities? I think what Keith and Katie said that really struck with me is that. They, the encouragers or exhorters tend to be more focused on trying to make the future better. So let's say I spill a glass of water and I could be thinking, oh, I'm terrible, I'm clumsy, but I could also say, all right, so maybe instead of getting a glass, I can say I'll just get a paper cup or a so plastic cup. Like they're trying to fix it in the future. I mean, I think I remember one of the things is encouragers are people who focus on spiritual growth. Like they want to spur people on to spiritual growth. Um, and that's definitely something that's an upside to them, but sometimes they can fall into that mindset of just trying to fix everything. Like, I just need to try and, and fix mm-hmm. people, and they can get too invested in that and a little overextending. But They can the see people part, as a project instead of as a person. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, for me, it was hard to understand the difference between um, encouragement, and mercy, or encouragement and kindness because, like, those are two different spiritual gifts, and they manifest differently. Um, so I would definitely say that, um, 
kindness is more geared toward the person and like you guys said encouragement is more geared towards the future like making sure that uh the things that go wrong now don't go wrong in the future right so so the next one i think is what number five uh seven right is giving so so what would the like let's just run back i like that paper cup um scenario so someone spills a someone spills a what was it paper no a glass glass glass. bottle all right water's on the floor what does what's the giver prompt to do in this like super super simple scenario oh my gosh your water is on the floor take my water uh i've already drank today so you you don't have water and now you do or hey here's another glass bottle yeah yeah basically i mean they're just people who just their heart goes towards that to to giving up what they have they don't have a tight grip on anything and i think they have a really good perspective of just knowing that everything that that they have is something they should be stewarding for christ it's something that that really doesn't belong to them at all it belongs to christ and they are willing to just give that and they give freely and i think that's an awesome heart um and then what do we got next uh leadership uh leader or organizer i think is what um paul talks about in that romans 12 passage so so the same thing what the the glass breaks, the water spills. What does that person do? The leader is delegating out tasks to everyone else, saying, hey, Johnny, go get paper towels. Aiden, go get them another cup. Yeah, yeah definitely the delegation aspect of it. Um, and it's really cool. Like, as we talk about it, I'm, like, thinking of, like, different people who have different gifts. And that's just, like, such a cool picture of the body of Christ. I know we'll touch on that more later, but it's just really cool to think about. Yeah. Shout out J. Poe and his <laughs> his leadership abilities. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Piloting the ship at Chick fil A, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so then that leads us with the last one, which is, you know, the gift of mercy. So so let's run it back again. You know, the cups on the floor, glass shattered. What does the person with mercy do? They're there at the person making sure that they're okay. Yeah. They don't worry about the water, they don't worry about the cup. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Their heart goes out to them and, and they are people who can, can overlook those faults, you know, and just as just as Christ did with us ultimately. Um yeah. Um real quick, let's spin those last three back. That that same glass breaks on the floor scenario. You you have water, it spills, what happens? Like like what would what a prophet do? Like, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> like, they would be the person who, who's bold, you know, and then speed run. What's what's next? Uh, uh, serving, serving, serving. So what would that servant do? Going to I will towels. clean it up. Yes. They're, they're there Let me do that. And then and then the teacher. It's like, all right. So why did this happen? Yeah. Like, did you did you spill? Did something like startle you? Let's like get down to. Let's figure out why this happened so it doesn't happen. Yeah, too. yeah. You probably shouldn't have been wearing socks on the tile. <laughs> True. Just get Chacos. <laughs> Choco plug. <laughs> yes. We're not sponsored, but uh, we, we, we want to be. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we want to be. We so, uh, Chacos, if you're uh, listening to this podcast, uh, holler at your boys. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave in the comments if you're a Choco game, too. <laughs> All right. So, so we got those gifts, um, you know, and, and those are not, that's not the only part in the Bible where, Paul or, or inspired by the Holy Spirit, they talk about spiritual gifts. Like there are other places um, I think of, I think it's 1 Corinthians 12, you know, talks about gifts manifested by the Spirit. Um, and also I think Ephesians 4 touches a little bit on it. Regardless, when we are in Christ and we accept Christ, we, it, it's said very clearly here that we have a gift that, that we are supposed to do. So like how, like especially if I'm a new believer, like how do I know which spiritual gift I have? Like, like how am I supposed to know which one you know, I'm supposed to have. 
Yeah, I'd say for me, like, it was important, like, to hear that, you know, everybody has one. And then we go into, like, the in-depth sort of thing, like we did uh, at the beginning of the year. So, like, um, when we go, when we went through, like, the different attributes of a teacher, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so me. I, like that, um, like that old vine. I was like, oh, I do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was me the entire the entire lesson, and I was like, it was super cool because I I got to see those tendencies, and then I was able to like find opportunities to to exercise that gift to make sure that I'm putting it to good use to encourage the body. And I'd also say it develops naturally. So when you get when you become a new believer, and then you start to serve and do other things, not necessarily just serve, you'll start to realize you do certain things. Like you might be really good at texting other people to say, Hey, how are you doing? Or, Hey, let's, let's, let's do this better next time. Or say, Hey, you know, Ephesians, someone's whatever says this, you might want to look into it a little bit more. Just the different things. It will come more naturally. Yeah. I, I think that's good, and I think that's that's very true. At the same time, I kind of want to just challenge that when we, like, think about a singular spiritual gift. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do 100% believe that that there are areas in our lives where we are more equipped to be impactful for Christ than others. Like, like for me and you, Celeste, like, we're more prone to, the, to that encouraging side where we want people to grow, and I am probably weakest in, uh, you know, Jacob, if you're listening, you know, the leadership side. Like, that is the <laughs> part where I'm just not strong, but, like, you know, that's where, you know, I have brothers and sisters around me who, who bear that weakness and who build up the body. Um, so looking at that same Romans passage, um, uh, verse 4, uh, this is Romans 12. Paul says, you know, for each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Um, you know, and I think when we think of this concept of spiritual gifts, the reason why um, we who we who believe in Christ believe, you know, that it's by faith through grace in Christ alone are saved. Once we come to that, it's by the, verse six picks up with we um, the gifts are given us t- by His grace. Like it's by His grace that we have that. Once we're in Christ, we have these gifts, and the purpose of them is to build up the body of believers. That that there are areas where some are strong and others are weak. Um, but I also just remember Keith and Katie like giving an intro to this, and they challenged us to say, you know, we're technically called to show all of these gifts like mm-hmm. like it is yes there's going to be some that were stronger than others but but as a christian you know these are every every single thing we talked about here you know prophesying serving teaching encouraging um giving leading and showing mercy like that is something that we all should be striving to do it, it's not something that's like oh i'm not gifted in that area per se so I, I need to let it go it's something that we should be striving in and that's because you know we say it a lot you know the same spirit that lived in christ who raised him from the dead is now in us, the Holy Spirit. You know, once we have that spirit to come live in us, you know, that the Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus, if you look at his life, like he demonstrated every single one of these gifts. Like he lived and walked and showed each one of these perfectly, you know, and that's the example. And once we come to know Christ, we're not perfect, but we're made complete in that. And and through that spirit, you know, we have all of them. Of course, there's going to be areas where he's going to work in more, more strongly than others because we're weak and we're sinful. And that's why we're all one body. Like we are bearing with each other in our weaknesses and the Holy Spirit is there helping us with that. And it's that Holy Spirit that gives us those gifts. And I think it would be um, 
a miss for us if we if we talked about Romans uh, 12 and then we didn't share verse 9 right after the spiritual gifts. Oh, yeah. It says, uh, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. So I think in all of these, um, in every gift, it, it could be a pitfall to, to become prideful about it. And um, when you're prideful about your gift, you're you're not loving without hypocrisy. You you have that sort of fake love that you just want to be exercising your gift. You don't care who who it's building up. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't really care about that. But you just want people to see you using your gift. We are being encouraged not to do that. Like if you have like the spiritual gift of teaching or prophecy, and and you get up and you give a great sermon. Man, let the motive of that be Mm. to love without hypocrisy. Build up the body. Um, I'd say, yeah, we definitely need to do that. Love must be sincere, the motive behind it. And I think that's huge because God, we we see it time and time again. He values the obedience, you know, more than the outcome of what we do. So one thing I want to point out is if since Aiden and I are both encouragers, but our secondary gift is different, we're going to encourage differently. So I'm going to encourage maybe more with like a leadership. So I'm going to say like, Hey, this was really good, but we could do this better for the next time we can do this and this. And then Aiden might be able to say, Hey, this was good, but you might need to learn this. So that way this goes better next time. So, yeah. And I think that's huge. Cause like, you know, when you think of a passage like this, where Paul lays out, you know, six things, you know, these, these are not, you know, the, the only spiritual gifts, but like, or seven, my bad. These are these seven things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not perfect here. Not no, even we're close. not. Um, we're not even the experts here, you know. And we encourage you guys, just whatever we say, just be a Berean. Um, just go question it. Go dive in yourself. Uh, we're really just here to share with, share what we've heard. Um, but so he talks about these seven things. Um, I'm trying not to lose my train of thought here. Um, you know, they're not the the only, you know, seven gifts out there. And, and God does not make every person the same. And I think that's huge. You know, Ephesians 2.10, you know, we are Christ. Um, masterpiece created in him to do good works. Like he has created each of each one of us, you know, differently for different purposes. And and just because you might have this one gift, yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to be the same as as someone else. I think that's that's huge. And that's huge to think about, um, especially in terms of, of the body of believers. You know, we're not all made the same. And I, and I think that's also just important um, to just bear with one another, especially with like different issues, because people are going to look at things, you know, differently, um, because because they have different strengths and different weaknesses, you know, in Christ, um, and and that's why when you think of a body, like it's important. You don't want to have seven right hands, because they're all going to do the same function. You know, you want to have a balance. You want to have people who look at things differently, but all pointing back to Christ. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's huge. Yeah, what are some of the the other spiritual gifts that aren't in Romans 12? Because I know that there are like two more passages, I think, that that talk about spiritual gifts. Um, Because looking at these, I know that that my girlfriend has um, discernment. That's her spiritual gift. That's like her main one. It's, It's incredible how she can just like know what's going on with someone spiritually. So what are some of the other spiritual gifts? Hmm, bit of a stumper here because you know I when we did that uh, series, uh, they really focused out of Romans twelve. But I just I know Corinthians twelve talks about it. 
Um, they talk about, you know, some people are given a great measure of faith. Um, I think it's 12 verse 7. Um, you know, and again, you see, you, see prophecy, uh, you see prophecy again there in Corinthians 12. Um, you see another um, distinguishing between spirits. Um, and then there was another one that was, you know, speaking in tongues. And that one is a one that's talked about a lot. Um, and basically what that is, is um, uh, basically like being able to speak in different languages. And that was given um, with the purpose of people sharing the gospel to those ha- who have not been reached yet, to, to tongues or languages that the apostles or the, the Christian didn't know. But but God knew and gave them the power to speak in that tongue to that other language. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. No, yeah, um, and it talks elsewhere about how like if you're speaking in tongues, there in like in front of a crowd, there needs to be like an interpreter because there another gift is the interpretation of tongues, and um, that can be really cool. Like to be able to um, get in front of um, a a group of people. And um, be able to say something that no one understands, and then someone else comes up and says, "This is what he said," right? And the entire body is encouraged through that. I think that that can. Right. I think that that can happen. I just, right. I just don't know how much. Right. It and and we hear a lot of talk, um, especially just around this area of speaking in tongues. You know, I didn't know if we were going to get here, but we did. Um, and I think it's important <laughs> just to bring it up, though, like, like sincerely. Um, you know, take this maybe with a grain of salt. I'm only 19, but. <laughs> Um, you know, they, there's a lot of talk that, you know, this, this gift is one that has ceased and, and it has ceased because, um, you know, there's no purpose for it. Like in Chandler here, you know, living on mission for Christ, like I do not need to use this gift of speaking in tongues because everyone around me, you know, speaks English. We worship in English. We talk in English. I share the gospel, you know, in English and everyone around me understands that, you know, could there be people far out in the far corners of the earth speaking to those who are unreached, who don't know the same languages that, that God could still be using this gift, you know, maybe, absolutely. you know, we don't know for sure. Cause you know, we're not there. Um, but I think important thing to note is in Corinthians, you know, 13 kind of goes back to what you were talking about. You know, it mentions, you know, this is like the chapter on love. And like, it says, you know, where prophecies and speaking in tongues may cease, you know, love will not. And like, it's just important that whatever gift you are using is, is with that motive of just love and building up the body of Christ to make the gospel attractive to those who do not yet know Christ and to build up the body of believers as we are all striving to be more like Christ. Um, and I think just a really good verse to end on from that Corinthians passage is just um, going back to chapter 12, you know, just kind of summing this all up, you know, all verse 11 here says, all these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines, you know, it's, it's all pointing back to Christ. It's all building up the same body and the same goal um, just to make us strive to be like Christ and just to build his kingdom here. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So spiritual gifts, you know, go think about it. Read Romans 12, read first Corinthians um, 12, you know, think about these things um, and just encourage one another guys. That's yeah. all we got today. Let love be without hypocrisy. Right on. Sure. Love you guys. See you next time.